Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. This is the California Report. Good morning. I'm Lily Jamali. Here in Northern California, the utility PG&E is out of bankruptcy. The company entered into Chapter 11 in January 2019, weeks after the campfire, which killed 86 people and wiped out much of the town of Paradise. While some have stayed in the region, hoping to rebuild, many are starting over in other places. In January, we told you about researchers at Chico State who've been using postal data to figure out where everybody went. Back then, Peter Hansen showed me a map that displayed how people were scattered all over California and the U.S. As we were talking, I asked him this. Hey, what do you think's going on with this in Tennessee? That's very bizarre. There's this one kind of outlier in Tennessee that has, I want to say there's uh, 20 people there or so. So I don't know what it was about that place, but um, a lot of people went there. The cluster was in and around Crossville, Tennessee, a town of just 12,000 people. So in March, just before the pandemic prompted everything to shut down, I went there to learn why some campfire survivors now call the area home. Well, this room was dark navy blue. It was the color of the garage. Dan and Sherry Wentland are showing me around their house, which sits on 24 acres in Crossville. Unlike their home in Paradise, where they ran a construction business for almost five decades, they didn't build this place, but they love it. And they're already thinking about how to add to it, starting with the guest room. This and my wife wants me to put a kitchenette here so that if we have... They get lots of visitors. The Wentlands moved here about a month after the campfire. It is a darling little town. On a ride into the heart of Crossville, Dan tells me how it happened so quickly. Two days after the fire, as Paradise was still smoldering, Dan drove in and got a look at the damage. He was once the mayor and saw countless homes, businesses, and churches that he and Sherry had built over decades destroyed. I just said this will never be my town in my lifetime again. And so I just made that decision. We're gone. I just said, we're leaving. We're not going to stay here. It'll never be what we knew again, ever. So we chose to leave. And then over the next few weeks, we decided on Tennessee, flew out to Tennessee, found a beautiful home. That became our home. Dan took to Tennessee almost right away. He went to high school here, and his uncle and brother were already living here. But for Sherry, it didn't feel like home until a recent road trip. There was a part of me that still felt like, if we come back, is the house going to be there, you know? And then when we were headed home, we were both saying, well, we're going to be glad to get out of the car and get home. It felt like going home then. It was here. Yeah, it was here. It was here. Paradise anymore. It was here. 
Now, a couple of friends and Sherry's mom and sister have moved to the area, too. In March, when I visited, the Wentlands organized a reunion of the Paradisans, as Dan calls them, who now live in and around Crossville. For Veda Buffard, the reunion puts her back in touch with people she hasn't seen since the fire. I wanted to see. How are you? I was so surprised to hear you (laughs) ended up here as well. What have you been doing besides moving to Crossville? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And for Jesse Arnold, it creates an opportunity to make new friends. Hi. I'm Veda. Hi, I'm Jesse. Hi. Well, it's unbelievable because I don't know any of these people. (laughs) It's like... How did you all end up here? (laughs) For Buffard, a big draw was that so many people here are devout. It feels like paradise decades ago when she first arrived. I didn't know anybody in paradise when I moved there either. But there was a church on every corner instead of a bar on every corner, and I think the same for Tennessee. The Wentland's longtime friends Randy and Gwen Harris are also here. Randy says when it came time to rebuild, they decided their money would go farther in Tennessee than around Paradise, where housing costs skyrocketed after the fire. We came here to visit our dear friends, and when we saw the, the price of homes, we just couldn't refuse. Today's reunion comes as severe storms and tornadoes dominate the news here. Days earlier, a series of deadly twisters swept through the state. One of them narrowly missed Crossville. Here's Jesse Arnold. And I was just weepy all day, you know, because of it. And I hadn't really experienced any PTSD that I'm aware of after the fire until that happened. And Gwyn Harris. After watching the tornado, the news, I just said, I can't watch any more of this. It's just too upsetting. And especially when you hear that there were younger people lost and, and children, and that just, that's just a heartbreaker. But then the conversation turns to their stories of getting out of the disaster they lived through in paradise. Gwen Harris even manages to find humor in her husband's first reaction to hearing the town was on fire. Randy first thing said, I'm going to call Dan. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to call Dan. Dan will know. Dan was always kind of like the Superman in paradise. Dan Wentland's mission has been convincing Veda Buffard, whose home he built in paradise, to leave her rental an hour away and move even closer. As a tease, he's said he would build my house if I moved to Crossville. Oh, we would love to have her here. She's been our friend forever. (laughs) We would love to have Veda here. Yeah, she... We built a lovely home for her. I'm going to have to build again. And I might do it. We'll see. (laughs) Buffard's next house will be what she calls her get-old home. I don't know why everybody ended up in Tennessee, but here we are. A little paradise. (laughs) Thank you to the Wentlands and everybody who shared their stories with me in Tennessee. Do you love the California Report? We're looking for listeners like you to participate in a short survey so we can better serve you. Help us by visiting kqed.org slash survey. That is the California Report for this Monday, July 6th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Lily Jamali. Thanks for listening. 
Support for the California Report comes from the California Healthcare Foundation, acknowledging the vital work of local public health departments to keep Californians safe during the pandemic. On the web at chcf.org. Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose Fund for Strategic Innovation supports transformative ideas that benefit humanity while protecting the natural world, recognizing through science the interdependence of all living systems, and Personal Capital, offering remote telefinance services with financial advisors and digital financial planning tools. PersonalCapital.com. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randal Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading!